Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. New in the last hour, proposed changes to abortion access in North Carolina. Now at 7, live team coverage of how this could affect women across the state. Then, alarming new answers about how an inmate charged with murdering a Wake County deputy escaped from jail. How many days the plan was in the works and how police say his sister helped. Here's our next system, poised to bring back soggy weather. I'm tracking its arrival here and what it could mean for our weekend. And we're following breaking news. In just the last 10 minutes, Republican lawmakers introduced new abortion restrictions in North Carolina. Thank you for joining us. I'm Deborah Morgan. And I'm Dan Haggerty. This bill is called Care for Women, Children, and Families Act. It would ban abortion after 12 weeks, which is the first trimester. We have live team coverage of this story from the implications of the legislation to reaction now coming into our newsroom. You're watching that news conference still going on. Let's go ahead and begin with WRL's Capitol Bureau. Chief Laura Leslie live at the legislative building. Bring us up to speed, Laura. What are the details of this bill? Those details are still unfolding, and they say the whole bill is not going to be available till later tonight, so there's a lot we don't know. But what they are telling us is that the new bill will allow abortions up to 12 weeks, and it would make exceptions up to 20 weeks in cases of rape and incest, um, and at any point to save the life of the mother or in case of a life-limiting abnormality for the fetus. Now, sponsors say it would restrict chemical abortions to the first semester. After that, it would have to be a surgical procedure. It will also put more restrictions on abortion clinics, which may cause some of them to close. Senator Joyce Kravick said they saw the overturning of Roe v. Wade last year as an opportunity. And our laws have allowed abortions through the second trimester of a woman's pregnancy. That is unacceptable. We have the opportunity to save many lives. We have the opportunity to provide women and families options that they haven't had before. Now, Kravick Kravik and others, sorry, Kravik and others say that this is a, a pro-woman holistic bill that includes money for crisis pregnancy centers, also $160 million for maternal and infant mortality, something that has long been a problem uh, here in North Carolina. Uh, as I said, though, a lot of the details of this are still not known, like what the penalties would be for doctors, for example. Now, we do expect this will pass the House and Senate with full Republican support. That's what the deal being announced means. Um, it will almost certainly be vetoed by Governor Roy Cooper. Uh, however, the Republicans now with the defection of Representative Trisha Cotham do have the, uh, the votes that they need to override a veto and put this into law uh, without the governor's signature. Deb? Yeah, Laura, I heard them talking about an adoption task force, too, and helping young people who are still in school with money to continue schooling if they're pregnant. So like you said, a lot in this bill. Are you hearing from Democrats at all, even though the Republicans don't need Democrats to support this bill? Will any jump on board? Well, I, they did not mention any Democratic support for this bill at this point. It may simply be that um, that you know, the Democrats don't know about it. Is This is just being introduced to everybody, I think. But we did just see a tweet from the governor. Maybe we can pull that up on the screen. 
Um, but he says this proposal arose the free, further the freedom of women and their doctors to make deeply personal health care decisions. And Cooper says, goes on to say, I, along with most North Carolinians, are alarmed by the overreach of Republican politicians into people's personal lives, and I strongly oppose. So pretty clearly a veto from the governor on the way. You know, uh, Laura, early on in some of the discussions, we were hearing as early as six weeks those abortion restrictions could be put in place. So this is somewhat of a compromise to say 12 weeks amongst the Republicans. Is that right? It is. So our current law is at 20 weeks. Um, a lot of the states around us have gone to the six weeks, also known as the heartbeat bill. Uh, that is a bill that makes it illegal, basically illegal to have an abortion as, as soon as you can sense a heartbeat in the fetus around six weeks, usually. Um, that was something that I know a lot of the pro-life advocates around here at the legislature really wanted to see. But, you know, they did have to get this through the House and the Senate with full support. And there are some other Republicans, especially in swing districts, that saw that as possibly being a little bit too extreme for them to take home to their voters. So this represents a political compromise that the Republicans can hold their caucus together on. Capitol Bureau Chief Laura Leslie, an expert on this topic. We appreciate your live report now from Raleigh. Thank you, Laura. All right, Deborah, we continue to get reaction from this news breaking within the past few minutes. That press conference and briefing uh, there in downtown Raleigh continues this evening, so we'll continue to monitor that. Planned Parenthood putting out a tweet within just seconds of that major announcement highlighted in blue here. They say fact check of pregnancy is nowhere near viable at 12 weeks of pregnancy. Laura talked about the governor just pushing out a tweet. It's not just the governor. We're also hearing from Josh Stein, the attorney general, saying the Republicans in the NCGA are pushing restrictions on women's reproductive freedoms. Women's and their, women and their doctors should make these decisions, not politicians in Raleigh. I'll keep fighting for women's reproductive rights and stakes for the 2024 governor's race just got higher. So we're getting reaction right now from the Democrats. Obviously, the Republicans here are still speaking this evening. A huge story that's talking about access and changing the abortion window when you can do it from 20 to 12 weeks with some exceptions built in. Much more in this breaking story and our team coverage here on WRAL. A major development, Mark. Thank you. And as Mark was saying, we will continue to follow this breaking news on air and online. So please look for any developments and more reaction during this newscast and on our website. In the last two hours, the FBI announced a $50,000 reward for information leading to the arrest of escaped inmate Aldermarine Sotella, the man charged with killing Wake County Deputy Ned Byrd. New documents reveal he plotted his escape during jailhouse phone calls with his sister. She was arrested for conspiracy. Adriana Marin Sotella appeared in federal court for the first time today. WRL's Matt Tallholm was there and explains what she suspected of doing to help her brother. Adriana Marine Sotelo made an initial appearance here before a judge in federal court in Greensboro this afternoon. That hearing lasted just about five minutes. She spoke through a Spanish language interpreter to the judge and asked him to appoint her an attorney. We learned during that hearing that she is not a U.S. citizen and could face deportation proceedings. The 31-year-old is charged with conspiring to help an inmate escape custody. The FBI arrested her last night in Winston-Salem. She's accused of buying the getaway car that federal investigators say her brother 
used Sunday to drive away from jail in Virginia. A surveillance photo shows that car, a red Ford Mustang, before it was delivered to Alder. Court documents allege his sister bought that car for $3,000 in High Point. Now, we've done some digging around into Adriana Marine Sotella's background. She has no criminal record, just a traffic violation. She will remain in federal custody until a detention and probable cause hearing here in federal court on Friday. Matt Tallhelm, WRAL News, Greensboro. Today, we learned federal agents had been listening to Aldo Marine Sotelo's calls from inside days before he escaped. WRL's Chelsea Donovan continues our team coverage with a detailed timeline of how all of this unfolded. Deputy Ned Bird, Wake County Sheriff's Office. As Deputy Ned Bird and several other law enforcement officers who died in the line of duty were honored at a peace officer's memorial in Cary. Federal and local authorities continued their efforts to track down one of Byrd's accused murderers, Alder Marine Satello. Um, it's a continuous grieving process for them, and to have uh, you know have these events happen yesterday just just adds to that trauma, if you will. Alder Marine Satello managed to pick a lock early Sunday morning, breaking out of the Piedmont Regional Jail. But what happened in the days leading up to that is alarming. Friday, April 28th, 12:10 p.m., an unidentified inmate in that jail called their sibling and arranged for the sibling to pick up the getaway car in High Point. 4.56 p.m., inmate gives their sibling Adriana Satello's phone number and told them to contact her to arrange a spot to pick up a car and have that car at the jail by midnight. Saturday, April 29th, 6.04 p.m., from inside the jail, Aldermarine Satello calls his sister, Adriana, and tells her to get the car to the other inmate sibling and to pay them 2500 bucks for dropping the car off at the jail. The sibling and Adriana were actually together and they completed that vehicle exchange. At 1046, the sibling was on a video call with an unidentified inmate to show they were leaving the red Mustang in the jail lot. Three hours later, on Sunday, April 30th, at 1.18 a.m., Alder Marin Satello escapes. 1.40 a.m., he is seen on surveillance video jumping over the jail fence. Four hours later, at 5.40, he's seen on surveillance video driving away in this red Mustang. The FBI says Alder Marin Satello is considered extremely dangerous, and if you see him, you're urged not to approach him, but simply call 911. Chelsea Donovan, WRAL News, Rob. Words matter, and in some cases, words can mean life or death. Coming up, I go in-depth on the topic of suicide and hear from a psychologist and what they recommend. The advice may surprise you. Kat. And we're tracking some showers in our southern counties this evening. Not all of this reaching the ground, though. I'll have a closer look at what to expect over the next 48 hours on the dual Doppler 5000 radar coming up. In tonight's in-depth topic, we're talking about something pretty heavy and one I've put a lot of consideration into because one thing I do believe, regardless of the topic, words matter. And according to the research on this topic, it's a matter of saving lives. So let's go in-depth. As, uh, as you probably know, as you've been watching WRAL, uh, Seven students have died by suicide this year at NC State, seven. A school of about 35,000 students total. Two students died last week 
on the same day. I mean, statistically, that is a lot, if that's what you were thinking, about twice as many as you'd expect from that same age and population size. Humanely, even one is an absolute tragedy that unleashes untold amounts of misery and pain for so many people. These stories have been very difficult to cover, and, and not only because of the obvious reasons, but also because for most of my career, we simply didn't report on suicide. I'm dating back to journalism school. I was always taught about suicide contagion. Have you heard about this? Described by the American Association of Suicidology as the process by which one or more suicides increases the risk of suicidal behavior in others. And simply saying that talking about it could be bad for other people. It's a theory that dates back to the late 1700s called the Werther Effect. Fears surrounding a novel called The Sorrows of Young Werther, which detailed a character's suicide. The book became very popular. Police started investigating possible copycat suicides, and the book was then banned in many countries throughout Europe. That was 250 years ago, and again, for most of my career, dating back less than 20, we just didn't cover them. Which may explain why generally the media has been pretty bad at covering high-profile deaths. Columbia University finding that suicides spiked 10% after Robin Williams died in 2014. And researchers looked at that even closer, and they figured out that the specific way that Williams died, that spiked 32%. The American Psychological Association shared findings that, quote, the media likely played a role in approximately 10% of suicide deaths of people younger than 25, either by giving youth the idea to kill themselves or by providing youths already contemplating suicide with information about a specific method. Perhaps one of the saddest findings is that even honoring a person who has died by suicide can harm others. I interviewed Professor Jonathan Singer from Loyola in Chicago, an expert in the field and former president of the American Association of Su Suicidology, who recommends that memorials at schools or on the news or even on your Facebook page should be short and temporary. So it was this sense of glorifying the, the person and the death um, in a way that I think in the moment felt like it was building community. But for anybody who was thinking, well, nobody likes me now, maybe they'll love me if I'm dead, that that can actually increase suicide risk. So what are we supposed to do here? Ignore these stories, not talk about them? Well, no. You remember, we did try that for a long time, and that didn't work either. Instead, the consensus now from experts says you just have to be careful with your words. And again, this doesn't just apply to me on the news. This means Facebook and Instagram or whatever social media platform you use or your kids use. They say never describe a method or a location ever. Never describe the contents of a note. Don't describe personal details about the person who died, which will be difficult to follow if you lose someone who you love. Don't try to explain their motive or, or speculate about their motive. The list goes on and on. You can find these recommendations really with a simple search on Google. I recommend that you do that. But even then, it's unclear how much even that will help, which can leave you feeling quite helpless. Because we do want answers. We want solutions. What are we doing wrong so that we can fix it and make this better? That's essentially what I asked Dr. Singer. And he told me this. 
I will say that we don't know. There is no good answer for why suicide rates go up and why they go down. So, we don't know. At the end of it all, we don't know. So I'll leave you with the best recommendations I could find. Talk to your kids and your friends and your siblings. Be a good listener. Encourage people to use the resources that have proven to help save lives. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline has proved very helpful and is always available by just calling 988. But that's just a first step, a first call for a lot of people. So you can also find local resources right here in North Carolina, right in your area, by searching Get Help on our website, WRAL.com. Now, if you think there's something else I should be mentioning here, please let me know. If you have some questions that you think the media ignores or, or maybe something you're too afraid to say or ask in public, I'll protect your, uh, I won't mention your name on, on, TV, on TV. I'm a safe space. There are no bad questions here. I, I will get your questions to our experts. So email me at dan at WRL.com. Tell me what's on your mind and we'll go in depth. A bill moving in the state house would ban any type of gender transition surgery for anyone under 18, even with a parent's consent. The bill originally banned hormone therapy and puberty blockers for teens as well, but they were taken out of the bill. It now bans only surgery. Sponsor Representative Ken Fontenot compared gender transition surgery to medical experimentation. So this bill is not an attempt to hurt trans children. It is an attempt to protect vulnerable populations. As a citizen, it's extremely upsetting and surprising how undemocratic this process is, and it's an embarrassment to our nation, honestly. Dr. RuPaul Yu was one of many people who came out to the hearing to speak out against the proposal, but Republican lawmakers refused to allow them to speak. She provides gender-affirming health care to trans people, and she says politicians have no right to insert themselves into private medical decisions made by trans people, their families, and their doctors. Time now to talk about the weather. Meteorologist Kat Campbell joining us now in the WREL Severe Weather Center with a little bit of rain on the radar tonight, Kat. And that's all in our southern counties. As we expected, most of this rain should push out of here between about 8 and 9 o'clock tonight, and it'll stay just south of Raleigh. But we do have some sprinkles making their way into Harnett, Cumberland counties, and some showers likely falling in Hoke County. But I will say not all of this rain that you see on the dual Doppler 5000 radar is actually reaching the ground. Some of it is what we call Virga, and that means the rain actually evaporates before it reaches the ground because we have drier air at the surface. But don't be caught off guard if you do see a sprinkle in our southern counties tonight. Even some snow flurries possible in some of the highest um, elevations in the mountains. The same low pressure system sitting and spinning to our north a bit longer, and that's pushing in some cooler air into the area. 66 degrees outside right now. That's our high temperature tomorrow. So tomorrow will be cooler than today. 51 in Boone right now. Upper 60s in Fayetteville still 75 degrees in Wilmington. In Goldsboro, you can see a bit of a dark sky in the distance. We could see some sprinkles make their way into Goldsboro. And it has been fairly windy today. The winds are dying down a little bit tonight, but they're going to be picking right back up tomorrow. A chilly northwest wind could gust anywhere from about 30 to 35 miles per hour throughout the day. And that's going to be pushing in the cooler air for us. 
66. Then we're back in the 70s Thursday and Friday under partly cloudy skies. Your wind gust forecast tomorrow really picking up midday into the early afternoon. That's when we could see those gusts 30 to 35 miles per hour. And similar to what we see today, we can't rule out very isolated sprinkle tomorrow. But for the most part, if you do want to get outside, get in a walk or a jog, you should be in fine shape to do so. It's really the northern counties where we could see a sprinkle tomorrow, so kind of opposite of what we saw today. A couple more mornings with low temperatures in the 40s, so make sure you still have your extra layer with you tomorrow. Once we get to Thursday and Friday, it'll be really nice during the afternoon. Our low temperatures are going up, though. Starting Saturday morning, our lows are in the 50s instead of the 40s. The downside to that is it comes with more moisture, and that could lead to our ninth wet weekend in a row. Meteorologist Mike Mays will look over some new model data and have an update tonight at 10 and 11. You know, I think I'm going to petition to have weekends now on Mondays and Tuesdays instead right. of Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> Maybe that'll solve the problem. We can have some dry weekends. Good luck with that one. <laughs> I know, right? Thanks, Kat. The countdown to puck drop is on. Coming up, a look at ticket sales ahead of the Carolina Hurricanes' first game against the New Jersey Devils, round two of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Changing abortion access, the big headline here in North Carolina this evening, the proposal from 20 weeks down to 12 weeks. Here's part of that briefing that just happened in downtown Raleigh. The additional material in this bill will be some funding to help with crisis pregnancy centers. There's $3.5 million for contraception, $2.8 for reducing maternal morbidity, and adoption tax credits. There's a lot to unpack here. We expect to get the physical copy of that proposal here later this evening. Continue reaction. This is new Representative Wiley Nichols saying it's unfortunate that once again, the Republican majority in Raleigh is pushing extreme restrictions on abortion and working to criminalize women's health care decisions. Back to you. We continue to follow this tonight. Thank you, Mark. The Carolina Hurricanes got some much-needed rest after taking care of the Islanders. Now it's back to business at PNC Arena. That's right. Game one tomorrow, 7 o'clock. And while it's not sold out yet, the Canes are expecting it to be sold out. The cheapest tickets on Ticketmaster in the 300 section. You can pick them up for 65 bucks on the verified resale market. Some of the lower-level seats near the penalty box going for about 1000 So start saving Ooh. your pennies. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for making WRL your choice for local news. So much to talk about tonight at 10 o'clock on Fox 50 and again at 11 o'clock right here on WRAL. watching WRAL News over the air channel 34 and Spectrum channel 1257. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? The Jim Allen Group is a nationally recognized and award-winning real estate team in the Triangle, dedicated to providing exceptional service to meet your needs. With the latest insights and expert market knowledge, they'll make your home buying and selling journey as smooth as possible. Don't wait. Head over to JimAllen.com and start your next move today. That's JimAllen.com. The Jim Allen Group, your partner in real estate. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.